Are you overthinking? Probably, if you're watching or listening to this. How do we get all these awful, annoying voices that keep us overthinking out of our head? Now, I've been a terrible overthinker. I've always been someone who has to plan everything and then has to learn more before I start doing something. Can you relate to that? Can you think, right, I'm going to learn a bit more of that before I start my own business or I'm going to learn a bit more about that. I've got to learn a bit more about how to be confident on that before I actually go and do it. And you overthink it, you overplan it and in the end you don't end up doing anything. But the thing is, Progress and confidence, well, confidence comes from progress and progress comes from taking action. And that's what stops the overthinking. What's happening when we're overthinking? When we're overthinking, we are not living in the present. Present, I'm going to keep this in the middle. We are living in the past or future. Usually the future. Because when we're thinking about the past, we're thinking about all the things that have happened or maybe we've felt, if we're overthinking, it's probably things we felt bad about and how they're going to influence the future. When we're thinking in the future, we're starting to worry about all the things that may happen. And it's usually a case that that overthinking means we're not able to focus on the present. Now, when we're in the present, that's when we can focus on one thing at a time. And thinking about the future doesn't mean we need to, we're thinking about a month's time, a week's time, or a year's time. I didn't say that in any kind of particular order. That's not how it goes. Week, month, year. But when we're thinking in the future, it can mean the same day. We can think about what we're doing in the rest of the day. And therefore, we're not able to be present. So focusing on the present is how we can start to reduce the overthinking. And I've been terrible for this. I've always been, right, I need to do that, that and that. And then I'm like, right, I'm going to do that. And I get excited about a goal. And then suddenly I start to do bits and I think, oh, God, there's so much to do. And sometimes it's put me off doing something and I'm overthinking. And when I overthink so much and start worrying, it actually impacts my mood. And then I start feeling down and really anxious about things. So therefore, when I started to focus on things one by one, it's made me feel so much better. So, for example, today I've got about five, six things I've got to do, major things. And I've got little things to do alongside that. But right now I'm focusing on making this, making this bit of content because I think it's going to help other people understand that they're not alone in this overthinking world. But by focusing on the present, that's going to help them become one more productive and also help your mood in terms of stop worrying or feeling anxious about things. Also, there's a couple of books I've been reading recently. Now, I love my books, whether that's a paper copy of a book or whether that's actually an audio, audio book or a podcast or anything or a Blinkist. If you haven't heard of Blink sorry, I'll say that again. If you haven't heard of Blinkist, Blinkist is an application where it summarises books into 15 minutes. So I highly recommend you check that out. Blinkist didn't tell me to say that. I just think it's so good. So I love learning, learning constantly. Now, there's two books I recommend recently. Uh, sorry, I went off on a bit of a tangent there about my learning. Anyway, the two books, one, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Now this talks about 
how we can use our habits to form our lives. And there's a little bit, James Clear does a little bit on YouTube about our habits. And really the focus is on looking at what we want to do each day and how we can make habits to get to where we want to go to. Now, goals are really, really good to aim for, but rather than thinking what you've got to do in each step, it's about who you need to be, what you need to do every single day. And that's a really important message. By focusing on the present each day, what you need to do in terms of habits, it's focusing on who you need to be rather than what you need to do. And that's a really strong thing, I think. And I've become obsessed with habits. And by focusing on what I need to do each day, it helps me reduce my overthinking in terms of, right, I need to do that, that and that. I do have a rough plan, but don't make it too detailed now in terms of hitting my goals. I just focus on the targets I need to do each day, who I need to interact with each day, what my word count might need to be, what videos or podcasts I might want to make each day. Not that I make a video or podcast each day, but I have different habits each day. So, well, I have the same habits, I mean, for some things, but... I just focus on what I can do each day and focusing on consistency each day is going to help you become present and reduce that overthinking. And the other book that I got similar, has got a sort of similar message but slightly different is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And that's a really, really good book in terms of looking at what little thing, again, it's very similar, like what you need to do each day in terms of your habits and what scores you're trying to hit each day. So if you're trying to hit a number of words to write, if you're trying to go to the gym for a certain amount of time, rather than hitting these big long-term goals, what you need to do, it's about little things you can do each day. So that can help you when you, and the key to it is really mapping out each day what you want to do the night before. And that allows you to focus on, right, I want to do that. And then you have a clear plan for the day. Okay, so I just wanna go through some tips in terms of reducing overthinking and worrying. So the first one is meditation. Meditation comes in many different forms. There's guided meditation, there's breathing. Sometimes I just sit in silence and acknowledge my thoughts. Or there's walking meditation, many types. But meditation, if you get into regular practice of it, it can really help you focus and coming back into you so particularly breathing meditation it allows you to acknowledge that there's thoughts and you're never going to get rid of all your thoughts that's not possible because that's our brains that's what they do they think 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 and you can't shut out thoughts but it allows you to focus on one thing so whether that's your breath whether that's the nature around you or whether it's a particular if it's a body meditation perhaps how parts of your body are feeling rather than these thoughts. And it's okay to lose track in these meditations. It's okay to lose track of what you're thinking, but you can come back to one thing. So that can really help you increase your focus, reduce overthinking by coming back to something, what you're doing in the present. So being present with your breath or body meditation or some kind of meditation. So meditation is a really, really helpful thing you can do to reduce overthinking and worrying by being present. The next one is a nature walk. When I say a nature walk, I just mean even a walk outside, you'd have to go to some special fancy rainforest. But walking outside alone with your thoughts can really help you be present again. Um, and when I say be present, I mean not with your headphones 
in because that's taking your mind away and thinking but allowing yourself just to be aware of what's around you and that can take you into the present now you're going to have your thoughts floating around in your head but actually getting outside and the practice of just walking around and having a look could really allow your brain space to process those thoughts so that you don't overthink it so going for a nature walk is another tip i'd recommend i do it personally for i try and do 20 minutes so yesterday for example i went for a run god that's hard blimey i had to run up this massive massive hill oh, absolutely destroyed me for some reason i decided to sprint to it and then run up the hill um but i did manage to go sub 30 on the route how far it was i don't know but after that anyway i'm not showing off that i was running but <laughs> I was sweating buckets and then I went for a walk afterwards and that allowed me to, I was listening to a podcast on the run because I wanted to take in information two things at once but then I thought I need space to think so I went for a walk whilst my heavy legs allowed me to so going for a walk is my next tip my next tip and I must admit I've not done this so well until recently as I'm human I'm not perfect <laughs> by any means um is allowing joy in your day joy in your day joy in your day too many j's and d's there weren't really that many j's and d's in that sentence but hey shut up joy anyway back to the point so allowing yourself joys and things you enjoy doing in a day is a really really beneficial thing to do because it's it allows you to be more present think about it when you're really really happy you're doing something fun you're completely present and you're not overthinking about things that are stressful so when you're planning out your day this is a tip think about how you can fit in as many things you enjoy so for me what do i enjoy i quite enjoy watching netflix doctor who big fan make sure i fit in a bit of doctor who after i go on my run most relaxing thing ever rather than thinking about all the work i've got to do in the afternoon for my day job or if it's a saturday or sunday um, well, Saturday and Sunday is a bit more enjoyable because I'm doing stuff like writing and coaching stuff, which obviously I love. But my day job I like as well. But then when I start thinking about all the things I've got to do, I'm going to start overthinking. It gets a bit stressful. But putting fun into my day allows me to feel more relaxed. So put in as many fun things you can as possible. Make sure you schedule in that downtime. And leading on from that, I've got a quick question. Uh, please comment on this because it'd be really interesting to see what people's thoughts are. What makes you feel really present? What, what do you do that makes you feel really, really happy and you're really connected and you're not overthinking, you're in your own world? So for me, when I'm making this video or piece of content, I'm not worried about all the things I've got to do because I really enjoy giving value and talking to people about what I've discovered. So just think about what makes you feel really present and happy and leave a comment on that okay the next few are more for productivity but they're actually for mood as well well yeah they're for both so the next one is getting it down on paper so our brains have oh, so many thoughts on the head and sometimes it can get a bit overwhelming we start overthinking oh, I've got to do this this and this what's so and so saying or what happens if I don't do this and then it can make us a like I said, but overwhelmed. So writing it down, just sit there and then five, a couple of minutes, maybe five minutes, just write down everything that is in your head. Just writing down everything that's in your head of what you, 
what you've got to do for the day. So your to-dos, what, what you've got to do. And then what I want you to do is then to start thinking, right, what's a priority and what's not? And then just focus on maybe the top, maybe two, sorry, maybe two, maybe three things you want to achieve for the day. So getting it out of your head allows you to see what all the challenges are. And then, like I say, you can journal it. You can start to ask yourself in previous talks, you can start to ask yourself empowering questions. What's the most important? Why, what's made me feel like this? And then what can I do? But you can also start to group what are the top most important priorities for you in the day. The next one is about punishment and reward. So this is just about taking action. When you're thinking, right, I need to do this. No, oh no, I should do this. Oh no, I should do this, I should do that. Oh, and I've had it really bad because I work in project management when it's really, really busy at times and you've got to be organising yourself and people. And there's quite a lot to do with your plans. And with my stuff on the side, with writing, coaching, my speaking, all sorts, I've, I've always had to prioritise things when lots of things come into my head. What you can do with this is looking at punishment and rewards. So say you're going to you need to write a certain amount of words. You've got you've got to get a certain count of words down on paper and you're just like, oh, no, I should do this. I should do this. Give yourself a target to write down a certain amount of words and you can't leave the room or have a drink obviously don't suffocate yourself, you can't go get that coffee, you can't go get that tea, you can't even leave the desk until you've done it and that will help you take action in terms of, all right, I'm going to start this, oh no, I'm going to get up because when you take action, you start to build momentum. So giving yourself little assignments but giving yourself strict punishments is going to help you as well. You could also, like I use the word reward there, you could reward yourself with something for doing a small thing. So you get a 10 minute break, although you should be giving yourself breaks anyway, or you give yourself a little treat if it's a really hard thing. But if you keep giving yourself treats, you might run out of treats. So I use the punishment way in that, Johnny, you're not allowed to leave the room until you finish that. So that can be a really effective way of just taking action. And when you take action, you start to overthink less because you start to build momentum. My final point for reducing overthinking and worrying is to start movement. So you often find that you're overthink or you worry when you're static. You're not, you might be on the sofa, you might be sat at your desk. Get up and start moving. So that to be jumping up and down. Don't know why I demonstrated that. And <laughs> Hopefully you knew what jumping up and down. You, you can just be walking. You can jump up and down. Or you can just be walking. Or you can go for a run. Just do something. Just get that blood flowing again to move your arms. Do some stretches. Do something to get you going again. Because when you start moving, it starts to get your brain going again. and starts to get that blood flowing. So that can help you become present again and get your blood blood start moving and then you'll start to overthink and worry less as well. That's a wrap up for today. Now I've given you those tips on how to reduce overthinking and worrying. You may like to try some of these and you might be thinking okay Johnny yeah it's easier said than done to stop overthinking and worrying. Yeah y yes but that's true with so many things in life. 
you've got to take consistent action or habits. You've got to take action in order to change what you're doing now. So if you're starting small to reduce this overthinking, one of the tips I shared or something else you can think of, maybe I've given you ideas today. You've got to actually do something to change how you're feeling, because if you keep doing what you're doing, you're not going to change. And of course, it's easier said than done, but that's like anything, but it's worth putting the effort in. So go away and take some action and habits and allow that to help you reduce your overthinking and worrying. And I'll catch you soon.